Mike Watt from San Pedro, California for Signal to Noise. This is Henry Rollins, and you are listening to Signal to Noise. Consider yourself lucky. All right, guys, this is episode 41 of the Signal to Noise podcast. I am using the Boss Chalk Studio app today because I want to make this a little bit more live, interactive, quick, and um, I got the Scuzz Box, right? So episode 39, I interviewed Dave Karen, talked about the Scuzz Box. Um, I think I've been talking about it every episode since because I'm so excited by it. Um, I ordered from the Guitar Guru Network, so thank you again to Keith for that. Um, he's Man, he's been great. Like So the Guitar Guru Network... I'm going to talk about this in an upcoming show. I want to talk about guitar shops, but Keith, um, I don't have a good I don't have a good guitar shop around here, and and not that they're that terrible, but just I haven't been able to find the cool shop I want to hang out with people I want to talk to. Keith is one of the few people that has an online only kind of shop, and has created a quite interesting online community. And I'll talk more about that in the um, in the next episode. So. Anyway, I want to get the Scuzz Box on the board, which it is. I want to talk about it. I did an unboxing video last night, posted it on YouTube. So that's up. If you check out my YouTube channel, you can see the unboxing video for the Scuzz Box. I, I noticed something. There were no rubber feet in the box this time. And uh, the box is completely sealed, so I mean, they must have just forgot at the factory. But every, I figure everything is hand-assembled. It's probably also hand-packed. So, hey, things happen, right? I got rubber feet from Radio Shack, so that's not a big deal. Um, the build solid box pretty cool i love the fact that it has the buffer and those sort of things in it i wasn't sure about the colors like i keep seeing pictures and just the more i look at it on the board man i'm digging it right it it's and and, and like i know it's like well what's the what's it matter how it looks as long as it sounds cool i have to say like and i can't believe this but i really do want my pedals to look cool or at least look a certain way or blend together or something like that I mean, that's what pushed me over the edge on the Ghoul Screamer, because I originally was thinking about the number one overdrive. Then I saw the um, the artwork on the Ghoul Screamer, and that, that just that sold me. Like, you put a skull on a pedal, I'm sold. I'm, I'm you know, pretty, pretty easy to sell like that. But I'm really thinking about the number one overdrive now after talking to David, and then also talking to Keith, because Keith and I have been talking a lot just, you know, via email, Facebook, all that sort of stuff, and... He's really big on the number one overdrive, and he also has one of the uh, the special edition blue ones, like the Hot Rod Blue. So, man, I'm thinking about that, because I know I want to get one soon, but, you know, um, <clears throat> if money were no object, I'd purchase every pedal I wanted. There's, a, there's other things that got to come first, but hey, you know, who doesn't have those decisions? All right, so let's get to the board and get things um, rolling here. All right, so I'm back. I got the board set up. Um, I'm using my Epiphone SG, right? So no mods on this thing, man. It's it's stock. It was a special edition made for, I want to say, musician's friend. <coughs> I've looked it up once before, and I'm really not sure. So here's what, how it sounds, just normal. So that is just through my Vox AC4 and my Fender uh, Bassman pedal that Boss puts out, the FBM1. So how I'm recording things today, I've got my blue snowball, which ironically is orange, right? Kind of kind of a weird little thing there. Um, off to my right, the amplifier is directly in front of me, pedals are on the board. 
got the guitar and I'm recording still through Boss Jock on the iPad. So again, I wanted to set this up just so I could do a quick demo. And I, I go back and forth between do I want a mic or do I just want to do it like this? Because sometimes I think mic demos don't capture what you're getting in the room. It doesn't capture that vibe. So I want you guys to hear this as close to the way that I hear it so you know what's going on. So again, here's the my sound beforehand. Right, just got a, got a little bit of dirt in there, a little bit of drive, but that's because of the SG. If I plug the Strat in, the Strat sounds totally different, which I think I'm going to pull that Strat out here in this episode. All right, so let's see here. Looking at the fuzz box, here's the controls we got on this thing. Turn down my guitar volume. Um, the buffer on or off. You kick the buffer on, um, the red light comes on so you know the buffer's on. I'm turning it off, I'm going to leave it off. I think what I might even try doing is taking my bass man out of the chain so it can hear if the buffer makes a difference. Like I was messing with it last night a little bit after the unboxing and I, I hear something. I'm not sure what. The controls on this thing, man. Um, the fuzz, just wow. Like I've been really excited between the scuzz and the fuzz. The scuzz, oh, what, those are some crazy sounds. Like. This, the scud sounds, and you'll hear, hear these in a little bit here, those are on par with like my Fat Fuzz Factory when I'm trying to do crazy stuff where I kind of go overboard. Or something, think like a Death by Audio. If you guys have used Death by Audio effects, some of those kind of things are going on in there um, with, the, with the scud setting. But, you know, I, that's for comparison only. Believe me, it's, it's not like a copy circuit or anything like that. It's very, it's just very unique sounding. Like, I love it. All right, so here's just the regular fuzz setting. No fuzz. Fuzz. Alright, notice the clarity on the on the low end, right? And I'm gonna turn that off for a minute. So on the fuzz, and I'm not sure if this is my setting, I'm getting a lot of noise. I think I need to put a noise gate somewhere in here. Um, possibly in my rig. I'm, it could also be some of the other things I have plugged in. But so, notice you get so much clarity on the bottom end. It really articulates on the low end notes. And that was like one of the things that I think Dave Catching talked about when he did the teaser video. And I was like, well, you know, what's that really mean? Because like, I've got the big muff fuzz and a couple of other fuzzes, and I kind of like what's there. But the, um, it's really, there's a lot more clarity in this fuzz than I've had in other fuzzes before. So, right, a little smashing pumpkin there. So that was just the fuzz. Now, check out the scuzz setting here, right? And my settings for that, I had the tone. Tone's almost at noon. Uh, probably more like 11 o'clock. My volume is about 11 o'clock. Deep is probably about, oh, 10 o'clock? Probably about 10 o'clock? Yeah, probably about 10 o'clock. Um, and same with my fuzz, right? Now, I'm going to flick the switch for the scuzz setting and listen to what happens next. Right now, notice there's no noise, right? Because there's this. This is a heavily noise gated kind of effect. Not a lot, not a lot of sustain, but that's by design here. So listen. Hear how quickly that cuts out. 
right? You can hear it, hear it on my guitar uh, longer than you can hear the, the effect, right? So the sky setting, man, is... It's like the 2,000-pound beat, right? <clears throat> You've got this big, crazy buzz, and all these neat, weird, weird sounds and things that are coming from it. And, you know, again, if you listen back to episode 39, Dave and I are talking about this. And, you know, and Kirk, you know, and Kirk and Dave sit down to design these. Dave helps, Dave helps translate, like, Kirk's ideas and that sort of stuff. And when I listen to fuzzes like this, I, I can see, because, I mean, I've been a Metallica fan for years. So I've been studying everything that Kirk's put out. Um, I studied James, like everything those guys put out, I've, you know, been very aware of for m most of my life. And you hear where some of the influences from like the, the punk stuff they would have been listening to with those, some of those crazy sounds and the non-traditional or more unorthodox sounds, which is stuff that I really enjoy here. So it just breaks up. Now that's what I really started to dig because I was messing with that last night. You hear where you start to get like that 8 bit kind of sound where it's almost like bad tracking? <clears throat> so, this is some really. And I love that, right? So, this is some really, really cool stuff. And again, I don't have anything even turned up to the extremes yet. Nothing's really turned up to the extremes. Um, told you where all the settings are. Like I said, my tones, you know what? The tone and the, and, the, and the volume might honestly even be like but right between 11 and 12 o'clock, right? So m maybe more like 11.15. No, not 11.15. I'm totally thinking wrong. But, ah, hey, I use a digital watch. Cut me some slack. Anyway, <clears throat> so, but it's really, yeah, the volume and tone are really more between that. Fuzz is definitely about 10 or 11, and same with the deep. I want to turn up the deep a little bit, just see what happens here. Alright, so I didn't hear a huge bit of difference with that, but I'm also listening through headphones right now. Alright, so should we check out the buffer? So this has all been with the buffer off, right? So again. And I'm in the sky setting. Click the buffer on. Uh, picked up on this, but I really noticed that with the buffer on, it was a bit, there's a bit more sustain, right? And that's in the scuzz setting, this is that heavily noise gated to get that kind of like 8-bit eight eight crazy sound. Man, I've been so excited about this pedal, like, you know, for you guys listening to the show, you know I've been, been talking about it, but so... The, the buffer, I, I wasn't sure, you know, would I, would I care, would I need one? Because my, my um, bass man's buffered, right? All the boss pedals are buffered. And I kicked on the buffer switch because, you know, there's this, there's this huge argument and debate going on about, you know, do you need buffer bypass, true bypass? I love the fact that they put it in the pedal and said, you decide. Let your ears be the judge. Because every rig is going to be different, right? So I actually like the way that the buffer sounds right now through my rig, right? I, I'm getting a little bit more sustained. It's 
And I think that I would use that more um, on the buffer setting just to get just to get a little extra sustain so I can make some crazier sounds because I like what I'm hearing right there, right? And you know, this is just me noodling around right now. But um, I really dig what I'm seeing here. So I'm going to kick off the bypass, turn off the fuzz, or the scuzz rather, go back to the fuzz setting from the scuzz setting. And I'm going to go grab my Strat, and we're going to see what that sounds like through this rig, same settings. All right, I will be right back. All right, so we are back, and I grabbed the Strat. So here we go. So, different sound on this guitar. Here's with the Ghoul Screamer. I love the Ghoul Screamer and what it does with this Strat. Like, I go back and forth between the Strat and the SG because some days I just want to play the SG. Like, I like that smaller, the, the, just the smaller feel of it. Just everything's a little bit closer. But then there's days I just want the power of the Stratocaster. Even though the pickups on the Strat are technically weaker pickups. Just something, I don't know, something about it. So, here's what it sounds like, right? And that's just through the bassman pedal. Right, so already different sound than what I had with the SG. The SG has a lot more drive, higher output. All right, so we've got the fuzz setting, and let's see here. Um, all my settings are back to what it was before, so here we go. Here's the fuzz. So that's the fuzz. Now you can see that we're starting to get like a little bit of, um, almost a little bit of feedback. And it's, it's neat how the Strat seems to feedback more than my SG, even though the SG, like like I said, has hotter pickups. So kind of interesting there. All right, so again, just on the fuzz. <laughs> Alright, so a lot of power on that. Now, let's kick on the fuzz with the uh, goal screen. Huh? And you can hear how it kind of, you know... Um, beefed up a little bit, got a little more definition when I kicked in the Ghoul Screamer. I still, man, I love the sound of this fuzz. Like, So it's the first time I've tried on the Strat. You know what? Let's try something I don't do. I'm going to back off my tone control to about, let's see here. That's my 10... Nine, eight, put the tone on eight. I'll put my volume on eight because again, that's not something I do ever. So here's how it sounds. I'm an on 10 all the time kind of guy. That's how I've been since I started playing. From my first bass to everything, I just turn all the knobs up to 10. And that's how I've played on every guitar I've ever played on. I want full output all the time. And people always talk about, well, hey, you know, if you back things off, it'll change your tone up. I'm a skeptic because I kind of have a little bit of that punk rock background, that metal indie background, that kind of stuff. Just on 10 all the time. Go, 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 go. Um, but so we're going to try it here. So that's what it sounds like, right, with the bass man. Now, what happens when we kick on the fuzz? Okay, so I absolutely love that sound. 
Um, I'm going to have to actually try to mess around with keeping the things rolled off a little bit because, wow, right? Wow. Like, to my ears, that was that was great. That's kind of the sound I've been looking for. And again, listen to that articulation on the bass end, right? It's not mush like you hear on other fuzz pedals. Now, sometimes I want the mush, right? So again, I'm not knocking anything. It's just a different type of fuzz. And... One of the reasons I have so many different effects pedals is because I want every color in the crayon box. And this gives me another an, a, another color. And I'm going to be honest, guys. The uh, the Scuzz and the Ghoul Screamer are probably going to be mainstays on my board for a long time here. I don't see the Ghoul Screamer leaving anytime soon. Um, these fuzz tones, these are crazy. Alright, so now, let's hear... So So that's just a little bit more fuzz. Let's kick on the scuzz. So again, settings are the same, kicking on the scuzz, and let's see what happens. Noise gates on, quiet as can be. Listen to that. All right, my bypass is still off, right? It's been off the whole time. Check that out, right? So that's some really neat. Really neat, like 8-bit sounds. I'm already getting ideas for stuff I want to do with this pedal now. I'm like, oh, okay, I almost want to turn off the podcast for a minute and just sit down and write for a couple seconds here because these are some neat ideas. Now, so that's the SCUS feature, right? And let's see what happens when I kick on the bypass. So bypass is on, and let's see, what, or not bypass, buffer, rather. All right, so here's what we got. All right, so that was with the buffer on, buffer off. All right, dies quicker with the buffer off, right? Okay, so that's the buffer on. I'm getting some more interesting sounds here. So Okay, so let's think about what we're hearing here right now. <clears throat> I'm getting these crazy kind of 8-bit eight, eight, eight kind of sounds, right? Makes me feel like I'm controlling a Nintendo game right now, and I love it. So here's here's just kind of my, my first random thoughts. You know what? Now, we'll get into this in, in just a second. Well, no, I, 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 so I don't forget. I love this as a creation tool, as a writing tool. Like I've said before, one of the reasons I have so many pedals, I want every you know color in the crown box, but that's because... I want to be able to paint vibrant sonic pictures, right? Vibrant sonic colors here. And that's what I'm going for. And I can see, like in my mind's eye here, where I would use something like this and what I'm going to use it for. I honestly thought I was going to use the SCUS setting more on this when I was watching some of the original de demos. But now that I play with it through my Strat, I think I'll use the fuzz setting a lot on this, like more than I, than, than I anticipated. Because I've got more fuzz pedals than I realized, right? So just on my board, you know, immediately in front of me, I've got the uh, the Fuzz Fatale that Godbox did in uh, conjunction with Fuzzbox Girl. I've got the uh, Zvex Fat Fuzz Factory, uh, my Nano Big Muff pedal from Electro Harmonics, and then of course my Wampler Leviathan, which I absolutely love. 
and now my um, KHDK SCUS box. And each, man, each one of these is for a totally different kind of feel, kind of vibe. So anytime, it, it just... It just depends on the, that tone I'm looking for. And, I mean, I've, I've gone through multiple pedals. I'm sure the rest of you guys have. If you're listening to this show, right, you go through multiple pedals when you're looking for a sound. And now, man, I've just got that one more color here. Like, and I just love this. Okay, I love that. Because I'm palm muting. Oh my goodness, I love these sounds. Oh man. All right, so, um, wow. All right, I, I, gotta, I gotta take a minute here and focus because so I love these sounds. I want to, I wanna sit down, I need to record some stuff. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that right now I have the wiretap on the board. So I'm gonna pause this podcast, um, record a couple things in the wiretap, and then I'll get back to the show. So I will be back. All right, guys, I am back. So, man, I'm really excited with the scuzz boxes. You obviously heard. I hope this doesn't sound like crap and that I don't have to do like a second one because I'm going to listen back. I was watching the mics uh, meters a little bit here on the on the boss jock, and I feel like I was peeking things out a little bit. Um, but again, what I'm going for when I do the demos that I do because I've watched a lot of demos. I've watched a lot, and there are pedals that I own that I would not buy had I watched some of the demos. And I look at those demos, I'm like, man, it doesn't sound anything like that on my board. Um, and that's why I'm doing the demos that I'm doing. And maybe the sound quality is not as hi-fi, but I want to get closer to what I hear. Right? I want you to hear the room sound because, you know, that's, man, that's the musician I'm, I'm looking for. Like the guys that are in their home studios, in their bedrooms, whatever, um, working on, on just an idea that's in your head and banging this stuff out any, anywhere we can, right? We're weekend warriors at this point. And, um, you know, heck, maybe some of you are even full-time professionals or pretty close to it. And if so, reach out to me on the podcast, uh, you know, or through Twitter and Instagram. You'd, I'd love to have you on as a guest. But so I, I try to do these demos so it's real. So it's like it's what you're hearing in the room. So it's not that professional studio polish because tons of demos are doing that. I want it to be a little bit more garage rock because, man, that's where I came up, right? Like back, back when I was growing up, I didn't have half the tech that we have today, maybe not even a quarter of the tech that we have today. So I, I grew up with just that guitar into amp and one effects box in between it. So I, I want that that same vibe, right? So the Scuzz is blowing my mind. The more I play with it, the more I like it. Um, I plugged it in last night and I hit it hit it a little bit, but last night, man, it, I I was tired. It was probably like ten thirty last night. I've been up since five in the morning. I've been up since five in the morning again, and. Um, you know, I'm just like, ah, oh, well, I, I have to play it. Like, I unboxed it. I have to play it. I had to to, to try it out. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it was good. But now, the more that I play it today, wow, I love it. And I can't wait to play it more. So, I told you guys I was going to pause this and um, hit the wiretap, which I did. <clears throat> so, I just worked out a quick idea, just some noodling and that sort of stuff. And then, if you guys remember, I think it was back in episode... I honestly don't remember what episode number it was, but so it was Josh Molchek. He was a bunch of episodes ago. He was in the panel episode that I did um, back in, I think, like the early 30s there. But <clears throat> Josh was also on an episode because he, um, he was over. We were jamming. He's a drummer. And he's he's got this idea to do like a crazy 
experimental kind of sounding music. So we're trading ideas back and forth. And he likes some of the weirder stuff that I'm coming up with. And man, this scuzz box is really fitting the bill. So I've got that fuzz setting that just sounds like that classic, wonderful fuzz, especially when I back the tone controls off on the Strat. I'm going to start doing that more because, I mean, heck, you guys heard the results. So now that I've got that scuzz, like, I literally felt like I was recreating some Nintendo music there, and I'm digging it. I'm liking these sounds. So I, I put on the wiretap and then recorded it before I forgot it, which is the whole reason I got the wiretap. Hit play on the wiretap, recorded on the iPhone, sent him a message. So let's see here. Has he responded yet? No, not yet. Darn it. Darn it, Josh. If you're listening to this, you should have been responding in real time. That way you could hear me talk about you responding, and that'd be probably even weirder for you in the future. But anyway, um, so man, I love this pedal. First thoughts. I, I really, really love this pedal. It's It's got unique sounds. So you go from traditional sounds to very untraditional sounds with the flick of a switch. Um, and I didn't even mess with the volume or the fuzz that much, right? I just, I, I dialed it in and I found that tone that I like a lot. And again, if you guys listen to like the interview that I did in episode 39, that's the whole point of the, these pedals having so many bells and whistles. So you have one pedal on your board, but you're switching between guitars and you know, you need to be able to figure out, okay, what guitar needs this, what guitar needs that. I kind of like the bypass, or not the bypass, why do I keep saying bypass? I kind of like having the buffer, right? Buffered bypass, I guess is what I'm thinking, but I kind of like that buffer. The buffer actually added a little push, and I wouldn't have thought that since I already have the uh, basement on the board, which is buffered. So I kind of want to take the basement off the board, have nothing buffered, have all true bypass, then use the buffer and see what happens, right? And try different places in the chain, because I think that's going to be kind of interesting as well. So um, thank you for listening to this today here. So we're, we're almost... 26 minutes. That's, that's not bad. Um, future episodes I have planned. I really, like, I've got a bunch of pedals that I want to do demos of and shootouts and more things like this. Um, i got some ideas for a couple YouTube videos I want to do, especially around the Scuzzbox. And then I'm hoping very soon I'm going to do an episode about guitar shops. And I think it was the top of this episode. I know I talked about it in episode 40 with Sue. Um, I think guitar shops are really important, and I think it's something that's going by the wayside. And it's partially the internet's fault because everyone likes to blame the internet for everything. If you watch Sound City, um, because of the internet, there are no no cool bookstores, no cool record stores, and no magazines and no Sound City. I think that was the Josh Holm quote. A little dramatic. Um, because if you watch the Sound City movie, they made some business mistakes too, right? And that, that's the thing. So the internet is nothing more than a distribution channel, right? So think, think about the internet as this. The Pony Express is how we did all our delivery. Now the automobile comes in. Oh no, the automobile killed the Pony Express. I hope you guys see where I'm going with this, right? So a new technology comes in, you embrace it or you go out of business kind of thing. So there are retailers that are using it to their advantage. There's some that aren't. People are figuring out the social media thing. It is like, it's funny, but it's like the wild, wild, wild west when it comes to digital technology. Something new is popping up every day. There's always something new to learn, something new to check out. And man, that's why it's so exciting. That's why like in um, the last episode, episode 40, Sue and I were talking about this is a great time to be a guitar player because we have so many things, but so many things at our disposal rather. Um, but the po point is guitar shops are important I don't want to see them go away, um, but 
lot of the owners need to step up and figure out how to how to get that community back, right? Because when I was growing up, the only place to hang out were guitar shops if I wanted to meet other musicians. And a lot of the shop owners were not really nice about people hanging out in the shop. Some were, some weren't. And um, one of the things, like I was talking about Dave Sloan and Butler. So Dave Sloan has Sloan's Guitar Emporium. And one of the things that I love about Dave's shop is that was a hangout spot. So not only did he have one of the greatest, like, selections of use effects anywhere near my house, right? And honestly, like, going all, going all over where I, would, where I would go, he had some of the best used effects ever, right? Super clean. I think I've talked about the fact that I walked in one day, saw him cleaning them with a toothbrush, right? And that's how meticulous Dave is. But so super clean, great sounding effects. Like he, he would basically hand curate these things. And then it was a fun place to hang out because he was a player, right? He was a guitar player. He knows other guitar players. Um, found out that him and I both know a guy, Pat Cherry, that I... Um, I was—I think I was like at a summer session with Duquesne University with that guy, and then Pat went on to like be like an LA session guy or something like that. So it's kind of neat that we we have all that kind of stuff going on. But it's, you've got the hangout, and um, I, I kind of want to talk about guitar shops and, and the cool places to hang out uh, in one of the episodes upcoming. I don't know if it's going to be the next one or another one, but I would love to hear your thoughts about it as well. So hit me up on Twitter at sgnl the number two and z. Same handle for Instagram, at S-G-N-L, the number two, N-Z, right? Just signal to noise. I am on Facebook. I'm still debating on what I want to do with that. Um, but it, yeah, we'll figure that one out. But so right now, Twitter and Instagram is where I'm most active. You can always uh, go to signaltonoise.fm. There's a contact us link, I think, from there to, to hit up the email. I'm thinking about getting the email attached to my Instagram. We'll see what I can do with that. Um, but man, that's it. I'm going to wrap this up. We're at about 30 minutes here. So guys, until next time, make some noise.